Coming to you live from the Johnny Packer Eyewear Studios in fabulous Dark Vegas, Mississippi. Please welcome our co-host, the best eye doc this side of the Mississippi, B.W. And now, welcome a true hero, a CF warrior whose favorite motto in life is, just keep living. Here's Johnny. Okay, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Johnny's World Podcast. Uh, Johnny here, BW. What's up, BW? It's 2023. 2023, <laughs> Johnny. Johnny Packer 2.0. <laughs> That's right. 2.3. 2.3. Uh, yeah, who would have thought, man? 2023. Here we go. Uh, another year, another year in the books. Uh, put, uh, yeah, awesome. Good time to be alive, I guess. <laughs> That's right, man. A, lot, a lot's happened since we talked last. Yeah, yeah. I remember, uh, I think you were busy uh, seeing some uh, patients when I did the last one about the um, tribute to Mike Leach. So we didn't really get to talk about the bowl game, so I guess we got to wrap up uh, what we thought about the bowl game and, and the uh, national championship and the college football season of 2022 and focus in on what we got going in 2023, and, and we got some hoops up coming up. So Yes, sir. Uh, so yeah, what were your thoughts on the uh, on the ball game? Man, it was a tough game to watch for sure. I mean, it was it was one of those games. It was you know felt like it was going to be one of the three to three to two ball games or something like that for a little while. Uh, not not a whole lot of score and nobody could really do anything. Just a, a defensive battle. And so I'm glad we were able to pull it out at the end. Kind of a a weird ending there with the scoop and score at the end and. And uh, I know some people that had some money on the game gambling were not ex- not happy about it, depending on how that went. Um, but I think it was good to get to nine wins that, and just, you know, get one for Leach. I, I would have hated to have lost that game. And, you know, with all the tributes and everything, I was really hoping we could we could win that one. So I'm glad we were able to pull it out. That's the main thing. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm like you, man. The game was really kind of boring. And, you know, I thought it was going to be uh offensive shootout, but – uh, wasn't the case. Um, but, uh, yeah, just glad we got the win. And I love how everyone said that was a perfect Mike Leach ending with the, with the score at the very end, you know, yeah. <laughs> all the people in Vegas probably were upset that it ruined the point spread like that. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a good win. And then ending the game with a, with our annual, uh, ball game brawl, you know, it's, it's only, uh, fitting that we ended it with a ball game brawl. I still think back to, Two years ago with Mike Leach was in the stand taking pictures with fans and we were out there beating up on Tulsa and Tulsa. Uh, someone, they, they, when Mike Leach came back, they, they said, coach, what did you think about the fight? And he was like, uh, what, what fight? And he didn't even know there was a fight. <laughs> and then, uh, well, what would you tell your, your players about the fighting? He goes, don't do it again. <laughs> don't do it again. I, I yeah. totally forgot about that. Oh man. It was classic Mike Leach. So, uh, yeah, so yeah fitting ending, uh, win the ball game like that and then have a little, little brawl at the end of the game. So, uh, anyway, that's, uh, that, that wrapped up the season. We got nine wins and, you know, we could have won, uh, 11 with Kentucky and LSU. But like I said earlier, uh, last in the year, if we had won those two, we might have dropped two that we won. So, uh, Nine wins is a heck of a year if you're a Mississippi State fan. So I remember 
uh, when we were in college, Brandon, uh, we were lucky to get three or four wins. So, uh, <laughs> winning nine games a year is a big deal. And, and it just think that Mike Leach is going to be around because, uh, next year, I mean, everyone said that next year's team, it reminded people of what it was in eight. It's Dan Mullins last year, 17 going into 18 when he had all those defensive studs there and we were set up for a good run. And then Moorhead comes in and changes everything up and we lose five games. So um, I think that's what everyone was expecting this coming year. So we kind of had all the weapons in place and Mike Leach back another year and, and that we we de- were in for a good season. So uh, it just stinks that the way it all happened, but um, I, I have faith that uh, Ornette can, can, can lead, lead it. And, you know, I'd heard that, that coach uh, Leach, um, I don't know. I saw hearsay, you know, what people say and everything, but I did hear that he had possibly said that he might not be able to complete this coming year with health issues and that he wanted Zach Ornette to take over. So, um, oh. so anyway, Zach Ornette, I think was the guy Leach wanted to begin with to replace him. So um, I feel comfortable in knowing that he's, he's in charge and uh, uh, we'll just see, uh, see what happens next year. But, Glad to see the news about uh, about Tulu coming back. That was in the news yesterday. Uh, you know, we lost Ra-Ra and Dylan Johnson. Transfer portal, man, just, it's a different world we're living in these days, man. You just never know who's coming and who's going. But um, just happy to have uh, Tulu back because he's a yep. big, big part of the team. Yep. I agree. And, um, you know, I'm, I was happy with the Arnett hire too. And I think it's interesting – because on the front end, everybody was saying, oh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, kind of continuity of, of the team and the air raid and everything. But really, it seems like he's he's moving away from the air raid um, and kind of do his own thing. So I'm, I'm really kind of excited to see see how that goes um, with the new offensive coordinator and, um, you know, kind of what direction the offense will take. Because we're going to have a good defensive team, and I, I'm really – Hopefully, you know, the with the supposedly going to run a little bit more. I mean, I think that with already having a good defense, that should make a pretty big difference for us. Right. Yeah, I think so too. The defense is is uh, is really good, and and uh, <clears throat> I think that's going to be a I think that's going to be a, a strong point on the team next year. Uh, you know, he's he's a guy that's not going not going to mess around. You know, he's not going totally different personality. He's not going not going to joke around. You know, like like he's mm-hmm. like, but. Uh, I think players going to, you know, he's going to put some fire into him and, and fire him up, and and that's what we we probably need. So, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a lot different next year without throwing the ball as much, but it'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like with Tulu coming back, I mean, he has an opportunity to really be a, a feature guy because he's not going to be throwing the ball as much, and so he should be more of a standout instead of you know six or eight receivers making catches during the game, maybe it's probably going to be two or three main guys. So. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, uh, and Woody Marks um, coming back, I expect him to have a big, big year, especially if we run the ball more. Mm-hmm. So that'll be, uh, that'll be good. And we got uh, eight home games, which is unheard of. That's never happened before. So, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, I think we're in for a good season. We don't have, we don't have Georgia on the schedule this year, so that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, and you never know what what the West is going to be like next year, and just uh, we'll just see see what happens. But I'm looking forward to it, and I think uh, 
I think we'll we'll honor. I'm sure they're going to be a big honor or tribute to Coach Leach in the first game of the first home game next year. And uh, yeah, just unfortunate. We really wish he could still be be here with us, man. He uh, be missed from now till forever. Just uh, big part. Matter of fact, talking about Coach Leach, <clears throat> when ate, I have to, uh, you know we always talk about restaurants. I uh, I ate at uh, at WTF, man. Give them a shout out because that's the the restaurant that Coach Leach wrote a check for and. And helped them stay in business, and um, you know they came over and catered his uh, catered catered the food to his house and catered the team. And uh, man, just good folks there. If you're in Starville, check them out on uh, 182 WTF. Man, it is good stuff. I went in there. I ordered the uh, the uh, honey gold uh, chicken wings, extra extra crispy. Mm. Up. That's Mike Leach. That was his go-to. And man, it is good stuff. They got like a bunch of seafood in there too. I think he liked mm. the crab legs. He, they said, but man, just good people in there. Just down home, good, good, uh, good food and good people. And, uh, I didn't even know that was there until all this uh, came out in the news about him. Uh, supposedly that was one of the first restaurants he went to in town, and just fell in love with the people there. And and uh, like I said, they cater the football team and all that sort of stuff. So. Uh, yeah, shout out so to where them. is it? You said it's on 182. So where? Yeah. What's it close to? Uh, you pass the um, you know that old uh, mo- university motel on 182. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You go past it like you're going to Walmart that way, and it's on, and it's right past that to the left. I think there's ah. a uh, Star Vegas Snowballs or something like that. On the yeah, left. it's right right near it. A little shopping center. Okay. And then and then right down the road from it is another one that he always talked about that he liked, and they've catered the team too. It's called Spotlight, and they have uh, rib tips. That's their specialty. Rib tips there. Mm. Man, I, I went there this summer a few times, and it was really good. Have you heard about? There's a bakery there. Um, I forget what it's called. Something the almond. Um, oh, I have to look it up. But it was they've been having some trouble because I think they were in a bad location and not very visible. I think it's in the the business incubator. And so nobody really knows that it's there and they sell like cookies and baked goods and stuff like that, uh, that are gluten-free and keto and supposed to be a little healthier ingredients. And they had shared something a week or two ago about how they were struggling and not doing well business. And they were probably gonna have to close down and they were just, you know, kind of just like a Hail Mary, social media posts like try to help us out and and apparently their business has blown up in the past week and they've they've sold out of everything every day and they like they can't keep up and people coming through the door like crazy and everything so kind of a cool story wow that's awesome yeah that's really cool i like to hear stories like that yeah i'm trying to look it up see if i can power of the almond is what it's called where's it located it's in the msu business incubator um, 60 Technology Boulevard, Suite 100, Starkville, Mississippi. So if you're listening, we do like cookies. So feel free to send us some and we'll uh, we'll give you more of a shout out. But, yeah, that sounds really good. And yeah. then speaking of restaurants, there's a, a new restaurant in town that just opened today is a, a Greek restaurant. Blue Toes Greek really? Cap. Yeah, we Starkville hadn't had a Greek restaurant. I don't know if they've ever had one so looking forward wow. to that it's where humble taco was and city bagel used to be nice so, uh, yeah looking forward to trying that out yeah that would be good uh that's one thing we don't really have much of up here in memphis is that kind of food we have tzatziki's it's like a uh, like a chain and it's okay 
but it's not mm-hmm. as good as the stuff that's down in, you know, Kiefer's and right. Uh, is and Ridgeland. Mm-hmm. But, awesome. Well, well, I guess that covers the football team and well, we got a new athletic director. Yeah. So we, that's, got new, you know, we got uh Zach and Zach, Zach, uh, Barnett and Zach Selman, I think is AD. Zach so Selman. Jack's the Bulldog's name and Dak. So we got Dak, Jack, Zach, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody needs to make a shirt saying that, I guess. Um, yeah, new AD. I think that's going to be cool. Uh, I like I like getting someone uh, new blood in. in so uh, yeah. just uh, starting fresh. And looks like he's a sharp guy, knows what he's doing. So um, good things happening. And, um, and then what do you what do you think about wrapping up football talk? Uh, um, the Georgia Bulldogs, man, you know, beat the Georgia Bulldog. You can feel the Bulldog bite as our buddy. That's right. They, TCU yeah. felt that bite, didn't they, man? <laughs> they felt the bite, man. I, I was surprised. <laughs> um, well, you you sent me that that thing that Kirby had the locker room speech before the game. Yeah. I guess, yeah. Uh, I guess they, he got him pretty fired up for that. But man, I didn't <laughs> expect that. Um, especially the way they played in the first game. Uh, I mean, it's barely barely got out from Ohio State. So I don't know if it was more one of those Georgia Georgia games where they didn't play up to their full potential or if Ohio right. State was really that good. Um, mm-hmm. But either way, I expected that to be more of a, a game. And uh, TCU, I mean, I thought they were they were going to put up some points, I thought. But yeah, I nothing. wouldn't mind TCU uh, winning it because of the connection with, uh, with Mike Leach, you know, their coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Sonny, uh, Sonny Dykes was a yeah. – uh, product of Mike Leach and and they ran the air raid and all that, so I thought that would have been cool. I, I, but I thought they would put up put up more of a fight. But I guess they just got lucky in beating Michigan because I feel like the Michigan Georgia game is the one everybody wanted to see, and I think that would have mm-hmm. been more, more of a more of a game. But that's how it goes, man. You, you can't. I mean, you got to win the game on the field, and TCU deserved it because they beat Michigan. So just yeah. uh But I think it would have been a better game that way. But just feel like that Ohio State. Uh, Georgia game, you know, that was so cool how that game ended at the stroke of midnight. How weird was that? I mean, it was right at the exact time. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like that was more of a national – that's what we wanted the national championship game to be like. That game was yeah, was awesome. But uh, – Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, yeah that this t- the TCU game, they just absolute blowout. But Georgia, I mean, they started the season one and finished the season one. You rarely see something like that happening. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was funny seeing uh, Nick Saban's face when uh, – What's the guy uh, for Georgia? David Palm, David, is it David Palmer or Green? Uh, no, Pollock. Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. yeah, Pollock. David yeah. Pollock. Yeah, yeah. He said, uh, yeah. he said, uh, well, it looks like Georgia's taking over college football as a dynasty now. And Nick Saban's just like, you could just tell. He was just like, oh, man. So, so if you're out there, a Bama fan, listen, yeah. you know, I think Bama's going to be fired up next year. I'd be, that's what I'd be taking, picking next year. So. They, could, they got some fire under them after this year. Um, you know that uh, what that reminded me of was you remember have you seen that meme that curb your enthusiasm with uh, when Eli was in the in the box when Peyton won the Super Bowl yes and yes. they show his face and it yes. goes like dun, 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 dun. <laughs> somebody somebody yeah. needs to do that yeah exactly but uh, yeah if I was picking the early projections for 2023 I think I'd be rolling with our buddy what's the guy's name uh, uh, Roll Willie. Tide Willie. Roll Tide Willie, man. He, I think the tide's gonna gonna roll next year. Um, but uh, 
yeah, it was cool to see Georgia win it back to back years. And I hadn't seen a back to back champ since Bama did it. And uh, it's so hard to do, man. I, if they do a three peat, that'll be really something. But I, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see see how all that takes place. But um, but yeah, it's funny how Ole Miss. You know, they started off so hot, seven and zero. They played all those cupcakes, and then mm-hmm. and then they got to the meat of the schedule. And lo and behold, Mississippi State finishes in the top twenty five, and Ole Miss doesn't. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah, exactly. But uh. Yeah, love yeah. Uh, college football, man. Hate to see it go, but hey, it'll be here soon. Now we got hoops to focus on, and yeah. uh, you know, I feel like our hoops team was kind of doing like Ole Miss football. You know, they started mm-hmm. off really, really hot in the non-conference, and and I don't know if they were all cupcakes or what, but once that big boy started with SEC, you start struggling. But they just got to learn to learn to shoot the ball and make free throws. Yeah. That's the story. Oh, man, Mississippi State basketball is freaking making. Missing pre I, I mean, how does how does that happen? It, it's it's so frustrating because it's been every. It's not been this coach. It's been every every single coach. It's like you know, just can't make free throws. And you watch all these other teams in the NCAA tournament. And they got these guys that shoot eighty and ninety percent from the free throw line. And I mean, we I I don't couldn't tell you we've ever had anybody that shoots better than seventy percent from the free throw line. Yeah, it's bad. I I just don't understand it. I mean. It's uh, obviously it's mental, like the freaking Cowboys kicker the other night missing all those field goals. Mm-hmm. I think it's a head case, man. You go into it knowing when you've missed some that you're going to miss it, and then you miss it. So, um, but I don't know how to improve it. But they just need to keep uh, keep shooting them and, and see what happens. But I did. It was promising that the last game we played the other night we did shoot better. Um, yeah, they but, were in that game for a while. Yeah, they were in the game for a while, and then. The game before that, you know, I think we were 0 for 18 from three pointers. Yeah. yeah. It's a bad. And then I think, I think they made Georgia made like something. Was it like 11 or something? It's, mm-hmm. They made a lot. So that's shooting team, but we got some height up under the goal. I mean, we got those guys. Uh, one guy transferred with, with Jan, came with Jans. He's 6'11. So, I mean, mm-hmm. we got some under the goal. It looks like trees, man. Just, just feed them the ball, but they, they just can't shoot it. We don't really have a good shooter on the team besides Shaquille Moore, I think, is a prior best shooter. But yeah. uh, Tolu, man, is supposed to be the leader of the team and the star, man. He's just struggling from the free throw line. and It's just uh, it's tough, man, once, especially once you get into the SEC play. It's yeah. really tough. Uh, I don't know how many wins we can get, but I'm uh, expecting to make the tournament this year. I think a lot of people – after that hot start, non-conference, we're thinking that, like, oh, yeah, we're going to make the tournament. But, yeah. you know, year one, you got to get – I really like Chris Jans. I think he's uh, good at hire. And um, once he gets his recruiting guys in, I think he's going to make some noise. And and uh, it'll be good to see Mississippi State basketball back. I hope, uh, hope it can get back like it was when Stansbury is here because those are fun mm-hmm. times. Yeah. I know. And, and it's a good sign that he's – he took care of the non-conference schedule, which yeah. is – what what we should do and then you know have a chance in the sec but i didn't realize just i mean our front our first few games in sec player it's tough i mean tennessee twice alabama auburn and then ole miss was like the only you know winnable game i mean not winnable but just right right. that that wasn't difficult Mm -hmm. so hopefully the, the back half of the schedule lightens up a little bit and maybe we can get closer to 500 in the sec and you know 
be decent because, I mean, some of these teams, like we hung around with Tennessee, if, if we could have just made some shots, yep. you're in it. So maybe at the end of the year they they start shooting a little better and can make a little run in the SEC tournament or something. But either way, it's it's exciting. I mean, I'm tuning into the games now and I'm paying attention to the games, whereas the last couple of years it's I, yeah. I had no interest at all. So Right. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's a good sign. So, um, and I like the women's coach too. I think he, he's a good recruiter. So I mm-hmm. feel like that we got two good up and coming coaches in men's and women's. So I think it's just going to just people gonna have to be patient, and give them time, and get their own people in there, and hopefully make some noise in a few years. Yep. Yeah, we got that. And then we got baseball coming up here next month, and uh, I don't know. Hopefully, we'll do. <laughs> surely, we'll be do do better than we did last year, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, that'll be fun. Ready to get back to the dude, man. So, um, ready for warm weather. Get back to the dude. He'll be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. And I think we're we're gonna have a uh, have a uh, guest talking about MSU hoops pretty soon. Before we're back player when we were in college, I think. Uh, so y'all be on the lookout for that. He'll be a good one. Mm-hmm. And, um, can't really think of anything else. What, what what you got? No, you know I'm I'm excited. This this time of year is always kind of tough for sports after, especially after NFL playoffs, but then um, you get ba- baseball season. And then before you know it, we're going to be here in the, the masters. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. speaking of, yeah. uh, speaking of NFL playoffs, uh, what about Dak uh, beating up on uh, Tom Brady the other night? Yeah, <laughs> that was, that was really surprising. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when I saw he drew Brady, I was like, oh, man, here we go again, the Cowboys. Yep, yep. Brady, man, he's – I don't know. They didn't look too hot this year with the Bucks, And uh, everybody's saying that he might change teams next year. Might, I've read where he might go to the Raiders. Who knows? But yeah. definitely was was different seeing him struggle like that. But, uh, man, I hope Dak can, Dak can make some noise. They get the 49ers this weekend. And, mm-hmm. That's who knocked them out last year, and um, I think they can take care of business with 49ers. I mean, why not? Why not the Cowboys this year? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. we'll see. It's gonna be pretty, pretty tall order to go out there. But 49ers don't have a. I mean, it's their third string quarterback, so. We'll and they're see. pretty. They're, they're pretty good. Pretty good. Yep, yeah, pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, all right, Johnny. We'll um, so we can wrap it up. Um, so y'all stay tuned the next week or two. We'll have a, a exciting guest coming up here. So, um, anything else you want to add? That's it for right now. Thanks y'all for listening. Yeah. Happy thanks for listening. And keep, uh, keep listening to us, man. We'll, we'll keep providing it. <laughs> All right. All right. Talk yeah. See you later, Johnny. All right. See you, man. Bye. Bye.